What's up guys, before we get into today's podcast, we have a sponsor for today's video. We really wanna thank the guys out at Bluemon. Shout out Bluemon. This video. If y'all don't know about Bluemon, they're an amazing hair styling and product company based out of Canada that has all kinds of products that we've all been using recently. So people are always asking what we do for our hair, so we're gonna take you guys through it right now. All right guys, you know I'm a hat guy, but when the hat comes off, I like to treat my hair with the best products out there. The Discovery Kit is the all-in-one kit for your hair. This kit comes with half ounce of each product so you can try them all to see what works best for your style. The best part about the kit is that it costs less than one of the full-size products themselves so you can be confident in your future purchase. You get to give them all a try. Using the pre-styler best prepares your hair for the post-styling product of your choice. For me and my thicker hair, I've found that the Marikai pre-styler stacked with the Cavalier molding clay works best for me. All right guys, for me, I like to pre-style with the Ascend Volume Cream and then I stack it with the Monarch Matte Paste. Yeah, so I don't use too much hair product, so this is just the perfect amount. It's a little subtle drop. Put in my hair, it gives it that nice little texture, volume, and that does the job for me. If y'all want to try any of Bluemon's incredible lineup of products, you can use code LEGACY for 10% off, or you can just click the link in our description. That'll take you right there. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and again, huge thank you to Bluemon for sponsoring the podcast. And now back to the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Legacy Loading. This is a episode, just episode. It's an episode. It's it's, the, it could be potentially episode one of a new series. Yeah, possible first episode of a, of a new thing we're trying out. So it's going to be a, a shorter video, but uh, we're going to try a little Q&A, right? Mm -hmm. little, yeah. So the big thing about that we love about the podcast is the community and talking to you mm -hmm. guys. And so every week we bring a guest on and, and we bring one of you guys on at the end of the pod. But for this one, we actually wanted to ask you guys questions directly. And so we could, you know, feel like we're talking to y'all. Yeah. So we really appreciate the support that you guys have been giving and we do want to do these relatively regularly so we can be in touch with you guys. Yeah. So we're going to try this out, you know, give us the feedback in the comments. Uh, tell us what you guys think. Uh, Drop any questions yeah. for future Q and A's in the comments. Yeah, questions well. for future Q and A's or any uh, ideas, things we could do, things we could improve on, mm -hmm. you know, things we could fix. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're going to give this a try. And uh, also we might try a mukbang. So we might try a videos where we're eating or we're trying out food while also potting. That so. actually can take us cool really, idea. really nicely into the verse question, yeah. which is what's the dream for the pod. And in this moment right now, that's exactly what we're doing. We're experimenting with maybe filming multiple videos per week, or mm -hmm. maybe we do something more fun. Like he said, like we're eating food, we're trying like doing challenges together. Um, Dorian would be in on those as well. And, um, and then we stick to the guests still weekly, but mm -hmm. if we wanted to expand and film the pod two or even three times a week, we'd want to vary the, the content a little bit. So yeah. that's one of the dreams. For me, dream for the pod. I just want it to be like a, a household name. Like I don't want it to just be a fitness community. I don't want it to just be uh, teenagers, early twenties. I want to, everyone to be watching this pod and everyone to get something out of it. You know, even yeah. if it's just entertainment. Like if you just like to watch us talk, and it's not always has to be so uh, motivational or mm -hmm. inspiring. You could just enjoy listening to us. And, yeah. uh, I think that's, that's the beautiful thing about the podcast specifically is what we found is even mm. right off the beginning, two, three episodes in, we started getting like really serious uh, messages about yeah. how much it's changed them. And so like, <laughs> that's really like, I feel like you can make the biggest impact here, right? Like Instagram is one thing, YouTube is another thing, but like podcasting actually mm -hmm. can change people's lives. And so the more people that we can reach with the podcast, uh, the more lives we can potentially change. So the dream to me is also, yeah, same thing, like yeah. impacting as many people as we can. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't expect the pod to be so, uh, impactful on so many people mm -hmm. like this is something we wanted to do just for fun like that we uh we feel like we had stuff to say we always had conversations mm -hmm. at night and uh to think that now it's like 
changing people's fucking lives yeah. and making them make mm-hmm. decisions to change their life is yeah is surreal it makes us it makes me take this a lot more serious than Definitely. When it first started. Definitely. Sure. Like seeing y'all, uh, when you tag us in posts and you send us messages, like we see it all. And, you know, when you guys, yeah. we, like this morning, Joe shared someone's post where they literally just stood up in front of the camera, admitted that they weren't super comfortable mm-hmm. in front of the camera, but then said, like, reference the pod and said, I'm just going to do this thing. And, like, we love yeah. to see that. We love to see y'all, yeah. like, putting what we say into action. So shout out Joe Sins. Yeah. Sorry. Question two Most eye opening moment. In life, or let's just say in Texas so since far. Since we've been in Texas. Yeah, since we've been in Texas. Since we've been in Texas. What do you got? You go first. <laughs> I think. Eye-opening. I'm trying to like define that. Like, what do I think? Yeah. What do I, what, what, what Not like impactful, but like, so to me, eye-opening means like expanding your, your horizons. Like, you know, when I came into Houston, mm-hmm. what I had dreamed, I, like I said, we've talked about this before, like what I was thinking I was going to get out of it in the long run, I'd surpass that immediately times a million so like the most eye-opening thing for me is realizing how accessible people can be and how and the potential Mm -hmm. just being here and being talented and working hard so like um also just seeing everyone around you doing that as well creating making a name for themselves like doing what they came here to do that is just eye-opening in general seeing people do that every day being like Mm -hmm. this is you know it's incredible i'd say for me it's uh physically seeing every day these people working, grinding, people that you see on your phone screens or your computer screens, like actually physically seeing these people work mm-hmm. is just like crazy to me. Like I, I, I've said this before, but I was biggest fan of Sue, Schmalkes, James, everyone. And now Nabil, Nabil, yeah. don't get me Nabil started. Work. Nabil, like physically watching him work. Uh-huh. I remember the first time I saw, I, oh, okay, I guess that's my, the first time I saw Nabil shooting in person, I was like, it's real. Like that's, that's him right yeah. there. Like he's, yeah. he's creating right now. Like, and just realizing that these are real people and they, they're really out here. And uh, it's, it was just so cool to, to see them f- for the first time working mm-hmm. like before my eyes. So mm-hmm. definitely that's my, yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember the, the very first like uh athlete, if you want to call it that event I ever went to was in New York city when um, Max, Heidi, Christian, Charlie all came to New York city for the New York pop-up mm-hmm. and like I had been watching Christian on YouTube for however long it was, but then like actually seeing Christian, Heidi, uh, and Max mm-hmm. like walking across the street in New York, like seeing that the people that yeah. you watch for so long physically for the first time, it's still like, whoa! It's like it's very, yeah. very like. Then you talk to them, and you realize they're real people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, like the progression of relationships mm-hmm. with these people is so crazy. From the first time you say hello to them mm-hmm. to the first time you hear them call you by your name, like oh, he like he knows who I am yeah. or she knows who I am, and then and now to like being in their houses or like filming a podcast with them. Like there's so many levels and so many progressions of relationships with these, you know, more famous people, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. But it is just so interesting how that all changes over time. And it's, it's possible. Like I remember the first time we took me to Alphaland, you and Dorian, and you're like, come on. I was like, Christian's in. I'm like, God, I'm like, I feel weird. Like, yeah, like who the fuck am I? Like I yeah. can't go in there. Oh, it's yeah. all like, this is before Alphaland was open. Yeah, and I was like, I was very scared to go in there because I knew Christian's there. Like I didn't want him to be like, who is this guy? Like, mm-hmm. Cause it was just strictly athlete athletes and like workers. Yeah. And like now he's yeah. influencers on our podcast. Influencers are it's just regular insane. people. <laughs> that's, that's the whole point of that tangent. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Um, biggest setback so far, um, I guess personally, professionally, how do you want to take that? Biggest setback so far, I would, I would guess since we came to Texas, right? Yeah. I wouldn't say I had any major setbacks knock on wood, but like minor things, like, uh, if I'm struggling, 
mentally with something that's going on in my outside life and then trying not to let that uh, reflect on my work or put me in like a creative rut where like my head's in my head's not in the right spot. So I can't really, I can't come up with things or I can create. So I don't know. I the reason why I struggle with this question personally is because like, I, I think of, I can think of a few events where like I could have considered it a setback, but mm -hmm. the way that I think about it is just like an opportunity. So yeah. I was just like, when one door closed and someone might think, Oh, this happened, that's a setback. I was mm -hmm. thinking, okay, now I'm free to do X, Y, and Z. And so I don't know. I don't want that. Like as tacky as that sounds like setbacks, perceived setbacks can also be thought of as like doors closing and doors opening. Yeah. A bigger door could be opening, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but you don't, at the time you don't realize that because right. right now you're just so focused on the setback. You're like, right. fuck. Right. And it changed all the time. Like you could think the crazy mm -hmm. setback in the world is one thing. And then next day you're like, oh, actually that was no big deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. I don't like to talk about setbacks. Let's keep this positive. <laughs> All right, next question. Here we go, here we go. <laughs> this one's great. fucking insane. Where do you see yourself in 30 years? When 50 something, bro. First of all, I hope I'm alive. That's the first thing. 30 years is fucking crazy. Yeah, 50, 50, 55. But uh, 30 years, oh, dude, I don't know. Like people's dream is always like retire and like, but like I can't see myself ever not working. Yeah. You but, know what I'm saying? But, like, that, but that's because you don't consider it work. You're just doing what you Ex love. Exactly, so, exactly. So, so, that, so that's, yeah, like- so you're just saying when you're 55 or 54, you yeah. just want to keep doing what you love. Mm -hmm. Like to me, like photography is my passion, like making right. stuff. So I never see myself like putting down the camera right. just because I'm older, right. you know, like just, no, I mean, you you're just doing it in a different way. Like you're, you're, you know, it's crazy. Pe people, I don't know, explain it, but no, I know what you mean. But like people who let's say, let's say you just take a random guy that's working nine to five because mm -hmm. he has to, and he, his dream is photography. When he retires, when he's 55, he's his dream, the camera up. exactly. Yeah. His dream is going to be to mm -hmm. do that. That you're doing right now. I never thought about that. I never thought about that. So when people are, retire, it's almost like then they pick up exactly their, their with, passion. Yeah, like go, yeah. What, golf go or golfing. something. You know, yeah. they travel. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And so if you do that, if you are some way finding a way to make your profession mm -hmm. what you love, you don't retire. You just keep yeah. doing it until you want to do different things. <laughs> that's yeah. fucking. I never thought about that. Yeah. I really never thought about that. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like people when you retire, that's when you like have time to pursue your passion. And yeah. pick that camera up or go golfing right. or travel. Right. Fuck. We're fucking doing that shit now, man. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Damn. Shit. All right. Cool. What we got? What we got? Uh, what do you look for in a romantic relationship? Oh, shit. Go for I it. Think, <laughs> I think it varies. I think it really depends. It depends on where you're at. It depends on what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. um, I think the biggest thing is you need to be very sure about what you want. Because if you get into any sort of relationship, whether it's casual, whether it's a someone that's your boyfriend or girlfriend, um, if you don't know what you want, mm -hmm. you are just setting yourself up for failure because you're not being clear with that person and you're not setting expectations for them or for yourself. And so you're just going through like going through the motions. And so I think what I look for in a romantic partner changes all the time based on what I'm needing in my life. And so, yeah, without getting into specifics. No, I agree. I, I think I think timing is everything. Right. So before I came to Texas, I had a girlfriend. I loved her, still care about her and everything, like nothing but uh, respect for her. But I had a, I literally had to leave her in order to come here, which was like hard as fuck. Don't get me wrong. But the timing was just off in life. Like mm -hmm. I had to, I had to accept that I had to let that go in order for me to come here. Now picture I, I stayed down, right? I, I stayed and I, uh, I wouldn't be here, you know? So I had to make that sacrifice. But now I also believe in timing, you know, if mm -hmm. things are meant to be like right. down the line, 100%. it'll work out. 100%. But I know me right now, I'm so focused on myself, which is okay. You know, it's, it's all right. I got to be a little selfish right now because I have goals. And right now, 
all my focus is on work. So if I try to fit someone in the picture, they're not going to get hundred percent of me, which is, I say that all the time. It's all about timing. So I say that all the time, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I don't, I don't feel bad saying that, that I don't have time for a relationship right now, but it's just, it's just facts. Like right now I have all my attention on work and growing myself. Right. Like if you care about somebody, then you should want to give mm -hmm. as much as you can of yourself to that person. And it's not fair to that person that exactly. you in theory love if you give them 10% of your time exactly. because 90% of the time you're chasing your goals or you're working or whatever it is. Like Exactly. Our biggest thing was time. Like yeah. I never, I was always editing. I was yeah. always out shooting. I was always doing this and that. So, and again, like if it is meant to be like y'all will stay in touch and mm -hmm. whatever, like, but y'all, y'all both have to figure your shit out. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just, I've seen it too many times where people make that uh, professional sacrifice not sacrifice, compromise, uh, to be with someone rather mm -hmm. than chase their, or do what they want to do professionally. And they end up not working out. And then they're like, well, fuck, like there was mm -hmm. five years that I not like not wasted, but five years that like I could have been doing that. And then in theory, you and that person could have had a better relationship after mm -hmm. that point. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Yeah. The, Cause some people they're doing what they love, but then their partner also is like, oh, I'm on board, you know? And then yeah, Alex exactly. Toplin, perfect right. example, right? Right, right, right. right. My ex-girlfriend right. would, would have fucking left him like a year ago just cause, mm -hmm. but like Alex's girlfriend or fiance, sorry. Yeah. She's super, she's Shout like, out. she supports him. And she's mm -hmm. like, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Like I know- Cooks his meal prep and shit sometimes. Like, like, you're, you're about to be an Olympian. You're, you, you have yeah. a coach, like you, you have clients. Like I know like your time is really into that. Like obviously. Bro, so just, it just hit me like, us talking to Alex in Tampa on that trip that long, like where he was still working a regular job then. Yeah. That dude, yeah, we gotta have Alex back on a podcast. No, we said it. Remember last, like, last power with him, we were like, we gotta do a, we're gonna have to do a follow up yeah. after I go He's to, to Olympia. He's on the Olympia and, stage and in December. Ridiculous. Dude, he spoke cool. it all into existence, literally. Everything he said. Um, what, Would you go mobile for the podcast? That's actually another answer to a question that we talked about for mm -hmm. dreams for the podcast, for sure. We definitely wanna do that. Like there's only so many I, I really don't love the idea of doing like remote pod, like uh, having someone like zoom in or anything like that. Like yeah. I'd love to be in person. And so like, let's say someone's in California that like for whatever reason can't come here. It'd be so dope yeah. to just, to go meet them. We go to that way. We go to Cali. Yeah. Bring mighty, obviously bring the kit. We fucking, we hop on someone's studio or, yeah. or we do it running somewhere. And like, yeah. that is definitely a goal, like for sure. But that's some, that's a little more advanced down the line. Yeah. We, we're going to, we're trying to really figure out here first, you know, and, mm -hmm. and get a good rhythm going. And, uh, I really like the live podcast that Impulsive did that one time where bro. they literally just like, it was like a several hour, sh it was a stream, but they were basically just sitting down and they had a booth at an event. Yeah. That'd be so cool to like go to like yeah. a, it's like this right now, like an picture, expo, picture right? Crowd, yeah. Right. Exactly. Like an expo. And you just like, oh, like mm -hmm. get someone in. And it's literally just like a live feed of just conversation. Yeah. Com dope. Comment down below. If, if we ever did like a live show, we're like, this, literally a crowd. We could do it at Alphaland maybe like every summer shredding. That's what people look forward to. Like, oh, at one o'clock, uh, Legacy Loading Pod in, in the, uh, in the in the back or something yeah next to the dumpster that'd be cool it's but great. comment below like you guys gotta we're not gonna we're not gonna plan this shit if no one's gonna come you know <laughs> um how do you lt come up with ideas for shoots in general uh, well i would say i have a very like creative brain which is like just, special, special yeah brain. my brain is kind of special like <laughs> i don't know where, where i come up with half the shit but mm -hmm. i i owe it a lot to like uh having the guys around me like harry and sush like if you guys saw the, the last Young LA reel with, with the 2K, like a lot of that, the ideas, they come on set. You know, we didn't come there with all those ideas. It kind of just like comes sporadic from me, Harry, bouncing off each other and then Seuss chiming in and then we just, all of our brains come together. So I owe a lot of it to the people around me who, who bring, who help bring the visions to life. And they, 
because listen, I can't do this myself, you know, and having other people chime in, having other people come up with ideas, it all comes together. And that's, we, uh, that's how we make some, some special shit. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely evolves over time for sure. Like you have the idea, Oh, let's go shoot at this location. And then you mm. get there and you're like, Oh, what if we utilize this more? What if like, you know, you yeah. don't always plan for it, but, um, but if you've got a creative mind and mm-hmm. like you really, all you need to do is be there and be in that place. And then you'll start to see the, the vision yeah. come to life. What about you for YouTube right now? Like how are you coming up with the ideas for the videos? So like at random times during the day or at any point, I'll just think of an idea and mm-hmm. I'll just, I'll write it down in my notes. And so like, I have a note of all these ideas, collaborations, video ideas that we can do. Yeah. And so like, I don't always think of it on the spot. I always have like, you know, a list of things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, know, sure, I'm sure you do too. But I like, know Isaiah, Isaiah Miranda, he, he showed me his phone one time. It was, it was notes. It was like this scroll, 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 yeah. scroll, 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 yeah. all like, uh, skit ideas yeah. and like just inspiration, crazy. inspiration doesn't, you know, you can't force it. It doesn't come mm-hmm. all the time, right when you need it. So like, you know, if you're in the shower all the time, you're probably thinking about like, Oh, what if I did that? What if I made that TikTok? Mm-hmm. What if I made that post? Go write that down and then yeah. have that be your bank. Yeah. And that way, whenever you're in a, like a, a creative rut or whatever, you just go back there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, bro. That, that, writing, I would say writing things down, like physically writing stuff down is, is the best thing to do. You shot a journal, didn't you? Yeah. I just bought a new journal and yeah. you're about to start YouTube and you want to compete. Yeah. Well, I'm revamping my YouTube. I do have a YouTube. It exists. I have videos out there, but I'm a, what's your plan for that? YouTube yeah I, I just I just think it, like I gotta stop saying like so much that's another <laughs> thing do I say like way too much but uh I just think that our lives are fucking dope like the shit we do day in and day out and I just it, it kills me that I'm always document no, it doesn't kill me I love my job it kills me that I'm always documenting everybody else's life and I think I want to save these days for myself too I want to have memories I want to build that YouTube, that catalog of my life and take people behind the scenes of the dope shit that we do, you know, and give it a different perspective of myself, my perspective of the day. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Got a ZV1? Sub to the channel. Yeah. I bought a ZV1. Shout out Legs Loading Podcast that put me on, James English. But uh, yeah, we'll see, uh, see where it goes. Um, similar to an earlier question, what's the most important thing you've learned this year? This year has been, I think this might've been the most transformational year of my life. Starting from January, we moved here. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, the most important, honestly, um, so hard, it's so hard. <laughs> um, a lot of stuff that I'm finding are just reconfirming what I already sort of knew from a macro scale, but now I'm seeing it put into practice. Um, I know that's very vague, but it's intentionally so. Um, like you learn that things, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how I can say this. Yeah. Um, I think trusting your gut is really, really something Mm -hmm. that I, uh, learned that that's been transformational for me most of the time. Uh, what, how you're feeling on the, like your gut is, is right. It's right. Most of the time. It's right. Most of the time. And, and that's to say that like, there's something in your brain that's telling you eh, something's about this is this, but like, for whatever reason, the, the part about your thinking brain is telling you, no, no, no. Like, that's not what it mm-hmm. is. Like, it's something else. It's going to be fine. It's going to be this, it's going to be that. So your gut is, I don't know. No, I know listen, what you're to listen to that shit. No, I, I actually agree. Like listening to your gut, obviously. And also just like instilling that like fearless mentality where like, let me try this. Let me go say hi. Let me, mm-hmm. let me go take that trip. Let me book that flight. Let me fucking, just get uncomfortable, bro. Just get, yeah, it's just get so hard. Like all the people around me who are successful as fuck 
are successful because they stepped out of that comfort zone. They started doing shit that no one else wanted to do. That's the reason they're successful. Like they weren't scared to film that YouTube. They weren't scared to invest in that business. They weren't scared to or, uh, spend that money on that camera. Or maybe they were, but they did it anyways, right? The, or, or yeah, or maybe they were and they did it anyway. But yeah. guess what? It pay, it pays off because the people that take those risks, the people that make the investments in themselves, they're the ones that end up successful, you know? Yeah. The people watching other people succeed are the ones that never make it. They're, they just sit back and they're like, like I, I got so tired of looking at my Instagram being like, why am I just watching people do things that are fucking dope? Watching people live these cool lives. Like I want to be these people. I want to be the people people are watching, you know? And then that's when you instill that mentality in your brain. Like, fuck it. Like I'm going to, yeah. I got to do something. Let me do yeah. something. And after you do it enough times, like, yeah, the, like going up to someone and saying like, Hey, like it's uncomfortable the first time it's uncomfortable the mm -hmm. second time, the third time, the fourth time, the fifth time. But like if after enough practice of getting uncomfortable, getting out of your zone, like that stuff becomes so much easier. Yep. It becomes second nature. It becomes easier for you to do those things. That's sort of like, again, like we're talking about finding the edge, like what you think is not possible. You go and do that. And that becomes regular, mm -hmm. right? Like we're not scared to ask anybody to come on the pod because like we know who yeah. we are. We yeah. know like, we're, and we're, yeah. And we're proud of it. And we're we, proud of it. Yeah. yeah. And we're definitely. like, listen, let's ask, let's ask him. Like, yeah, no one's out of reach. And then like, yeah. And when you can't you hurt still to, that, it's the same thing. It can't hurt to ask. That that literally correlates with everything. Yeah, it everything. can't. It can't hurt to ask. Can't hurt to try. Can't mm -hmm. hurt to do this. You got to think about like the real, true pros and cons. Yeah. Your feelings getting hurt don't count as a con. Mm -hmm. It's for real. Think about the potential upside, career changing, life changing, and the con is you get your feelings hurt, you get shut down. Yeah. Like you're back where you started. Mm -hmm. Corny quote, but you miss hundred hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Mm -hmm. I'm sure everybody's heard that a million times, but couldn't be more true. What's uh, the biggest pod inspiration? Biggest pod inspiration. I'm going to say impulsive, bro. I fucking love impulsive. I think what they built is so cool because yeah, I, I think the, I think the guests cool. are all over the place. It's not like there's no niche. There's nothing. It's, it's just, just fun. They really <laughs> run it everywhere. Wherever yeah. they're at, they just run it. And uh, you could tell they're having fun. It, yeah. it, it's not work at all. Like yeah. the slightest bit. Mm -hmm. They got sponsors. They got everything. It's, it's a full-blown business and it's the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I think that's something that we definitely... Uh, would be fun to incorporate, like we said, into like some, some yeah. food challenges, some more fun videos, some more Q and A's, like we can get a little bit more just, you know, like we like to be educational. We like to be, mm -hmm. you know, inspirational if we can, but like sometimes that can come in different ways. You know, like we said, we yeah. were inspired by impulsive and that's not the most educational podcast in the world, but it's entertaining and it's a platform and it's, or it's a way that this platform is used and it's very successful. So, you know, what you can mm -hmm. learn from that is, is great. Oh yeah. Do I love impulsive? Yeah. Shout Logan out. Paul pod. Lazy loading. That's going to happen. Some fucking day. Mark <laughs> my words. Uh, is TikTok still an app to get noticed? Yeah. Definitely. 100%. Yeah. I always tell everybody like fucking go crazy on TikTok. Post three, four times a day. You know what's There's, crazy? The, the reach is some, yeah. oh, oh, now Instagram's turned to TikTok, but. Yeah. That's, I don't know. Can, can you help me? Let's talk through this because TikTok is a no brainer, but none of us are doing it. Mm -hmm. We're not on the pod. We're not doing it with the pod yet. We're not doing it on our own personal stuff. And we always preach I mean, like. I know no, right. we're saying do as we say, not as we do, but for real, like it is a great platform to grow your shit. You guys see people on Instagram and they have 150 K and it's because they have 3 million on TikTok. Mm -hmm. So like, even like 150 K is very, very impressive on Instagram because that's where you can convert your audience. That's where you can start building businesses, whatever. So like, you know, starting out on TikTok to get your name out there is, is crucial. Yeah. I would say I'm, I'm neglecting TikTok because of my IG growth. I'm getting, I'm seeing success from my IG and it's growing. And it's like, I, it I don't even want to, I don't want to put, I don't even want to put energy into TikTok because like, I want to focus on my IG that's mm -hmm. growing right now as we speak. And if I start TikTok, am I like 
putting less time into IG. And, right. But you know what? You're right. I can't, I can't think like that. Like the reels I'm posting to IG, there's no reason I, I, exactly. I, I shouldn't throw them yeah, on TikTok. Already you know? doing it. Just <laughs> spread it on all the platforms. Yeah. It's going to reach other people. Yeah, you know? exactly. So. And like y'all, if, if the, I used to be at a point where I was posting reels and TikToks all the time and I was posting, reposting the same content mm-hmm. and there is no rhyme or reason to what blows up on TikTok and what blows up on Instagram. And it never correlates. If it yep. goes crazy on Instagram, it's not doing shit on TikTok. If it goes crazy on TikTok, it's not doing shit on Instagram, but there's no way to tell. You can post the same exact content. So post that's why on, it's helpful to just to yeah, throw, post on all platforms. throw two lures in the water. Yeah. Might as well. We got. Um, is it hard to get a lift as an influencer? Um, so this is this is like the abbreviated version of the question. But someone said, like, is it really true that you know when influencers are trying to work out, they can't really get a good workout in? Um, I have much to say for sure, but yeah, to some extent, I think it de- it definitely depends on the influencer. It depends on the reputation. It depends on the mood that they're in and everything like that. It depends on a lot of factors. Um, I think the biggest thing, it depends on the influencer. If you're stupid famous um, mm-hmm. and you're at a gym where everyone knows you, yeah, like you're you're not going to get through an hour and a half workout without being interrupted a dozen times. It's just yeah. not going to happen. Um, if you're a smaller creator and you love talking to people, I love talking to people. So mm-hmm. if I go to the gym, I'm fully expecting to have 15 conversations, but I but I do enjoy that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it depends on the person. Yeah, I, I enjoy like if anyone knows me, I'm always talking because I'm. I still can't believe that anyone even fucking knows who the fuck I am or wants a picture. Like that's yeah. But like first time I worked out with Sush, I remember it was just me and him training, and we stopped like fucking twenty times to take a photo. Mm-hmm. In my head, I'm like, God, oh, this gotta be annoying, right? But then I'm also like, it's the job. It's the coolest thing ever. Like yeah, you're it's, it's, you're, it's, it's you're getting recognized job. for the work that you that you're that you're doing. Mm-hmm. So. Does it get annoying? Wait, was that, what's the question? Is no, it just, hard, is it, is it hard it to get a lift in? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think definitively yeah, for, for yes. Sure. Especially like, at Alphaland. But is right? that okay? Yeah, of course it's okay. Yeah, but it's, it all depends on the influencer, like how how they're feeling that day or yeah. just, I know someone like Max Taylor, for example, like he's so fucking nice. Like mm-hmm. he, he literally will take time to talk to every single person. Like he'll yeah. talk to 50 people, yeah. you know? Yeah. But then you have people who, I'm not gonna say names, but they, they take the gym more serious. And it's almost like, all right, let's get this pick and then like fuck off. Yeah. And you should know if you follow that person enough to go up and say, what's up? Like you should know generally like how they mm-hmm. feel about that situation. It's sort of like yeah. your, your responsibility to know yeah. and sort of read the room, right? Like is this person in the mm-hmm. middle of some of something or are they at the water fountain? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, Agreed. Just a couple more here. Uh, do, <laughs> do people act different in person versus on social media? I think it, again, it really depends. Yeah. I, I would say 95% of people I met that I knew from social media were pretty much who I thought they'd be in a good way. Mm-hmm. But then you got that 5% who are just like super not genuine. They're not who they are. They're not, they play a character and it's so easy to read when you meet them. But for the most part, everyone I think is, uh, is pretty much the same, it's the same, same person they are on social media as yeah. the same person. Yeah. Again, again, it's so heavily impacted on the person and the day, right? Like if you, like if you're an influencer, you're having a terrible day, for example, and, yeah. and, and 10 people want to go up and say what's up to you. And they all get that vibe that you're having a bad day. And that's their only interaction with you. Then that becomes like, mm-hmm. they're going to go and tell their friends and make, Oh, I met so-and-so and they were kind of a dick. Yeah. And it's like, so like, that's hard. So like, it's, we, even when we meet influencers for the first time, like I can never tell, are they in a really good mood? Are they having a bad mm-hmm. day? So again generally like you said people are who they are but you can definitely smell like the mm-hmm. the if it's not legitimate you got to read also when you're approaching the person like wh- what were they just doing who mm-hmm. are they just with or where are they coming from or what moods do they look like they're in yeah you, know, you get people are everyone's human you know you're not going to catch everyone on the best day but also 
don't be afraid to go up to your favorite influencer. Like I always, yeah. I recommend everybody. If you see if you see someone you know or you see Sirius in the gym, go say hi. You know, but make sure it's the right time. Make sure and uh, always introduce yourself. That's that's my big thing. Like people come up and they're like, Sirius, you got a picture. Like, dude, say your name first, you know, like give him a high five, say what's up, say a little something and then ask for the picture. But, uh, yeah, if you, if you see us, um, I, like, again, we, we talk about it a lot. Like mm-hmm. we really do appreciate the fact yeah, that people course. even want to say what's up to us or yeah. say like, Hey, the podcast means a lot to me. And like that, that means the most for us for mm-hmm. sure. hundred percent. I met meth man the other day. Uh, yeah. And I, <laughs> like in my head, I'm like, all right, what do I do? Like I'm like my own steps. Like I'm practicing what I preach. So I went up to him. I waited till he was, he was doing like calf raises. So I was like waiting. I, I kept like peeking and like, all right, he's done. Yeah. So he got up. He like, I, was, I waited like, all right, one, two, three. I counted my head, and I went up and I'm like, hey, Meth. Like, my name's Joe. I shook his hand. Hey, Joe, nice to meet you. Like, I'm a big fan. I, I just really, I don't want to interrupt your work. He's like, no, don't worry. I was like, can I get a quick pic? Yeah, of course, bro. And like, that's how you do it. You know, you don't just go up and be like, yo, Meth, can I get a picture? Yeah. No, be, like, get to know them. Like, say your name and introduce yourself. And, and, then, and then you see him again. Like, yeah. all you can do is, you know, next up, time I see him, up, Joe, what up, bro? Yeah. It. I'm a fucking pass. <laughs> if, if he says my name next time, I'm a fucking faint. Yeah, um, yeah I, I mean that's that's pretty much gonna gonna wrap us up. There's some other questions in here that we could have gone through, but I think that was a good little brief. What do we got? Thirty, thirty, right on. A little Q and A, but this is obviously not even close to what we plan on doing. We, we plan on doing more, uh, a little more structure, more events, more structure, uh, possible like mukbangs where we're we're eating, we got food on the table, we're talking, we're we're, we're uh, we could do like food ratings and stuff like shit. that, like different fun, fun shit. shit. But yeah. obviously, still going to run the normal legacy legacy uh, podcast with our guests and everything. Mm-hmm. But we're going to mix in like sub playlists of like different things, like Q and A playlists, or we'll have like a mukbang playlist. Yeah, or have a uh, so it'd be really help, really helpful. Drop uh, comments with yeah. what you guys might want to see for any of those videos, or even new ideas in, in like entirely. Yeah, we want to make what you guys want to see. So just make sure you're uh, communicating with us. Comment, DM. <laughs> I promise we will answer. Someone's going ham on the microwave right now. That's going to conclude uh, Q&A episode one, potentially. So thank you guys for tuning yeah. in. Appreciate your engagement. Appreciate your suggestions. And we'll see you guys in the next see episode. Y'all. Next episode's a banner. Yeah, so get ready. Peace. All right, guys. If you made it this far, just want to, we want to thank you for tuning into the pod. And uh, we want to thank our sponsor again, Bluemon. So give these a try, guys. Seriously. We, we stand behind them. And uh, we know that you will, too. The one thing that Bluemon does that nobody else does is they have their pre-styling products with the volumizing Ascend Cream again and the Marikai Original Styler. Guys, if you've never tried a pre-styler before, really give it a try. It helps hold that look that you're really looking for when you use your post-styling products. Give it a try. And we know guys, there's tons of products out there, which is why we highly recommend the Discovery Kit. You can try the pre-styler along with all the post-stylers that Bluemon has to offer to find what works best for you and your style. Yeah, so once again, we just want to thank you guys for all the support. Like You're helping us grow this platform to a point where now we have a sponsor for the pod, which is incredible. So Thank I hope you guys. you guys understand that this this ad is part of the it's part of the business now, and, and this is a company we support, and we want to give them a platform, and uh, it's a great product, guys. So give it a try. Code Legacy, run it up. Don't forget, and, uh, if you guys use Code Legacy for ten percent, send us a message. Yeah, send it, send it for to real. Us, bro. We want to know when you guys when you guys want to try it out. We want to know your feedback and how everything goes. Oh yeah, appreciate you guys. Code Legacy. See you in the next one. Peace.